the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. We're waiting. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Thank you very little. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Let's go while we're young. Well, at that particular moment, the hamster said, more pellets or I stop turning the wheel. King Bang, you show the biz 1440. Let's try that again. Um, welcome welcome to the show. Um, we, I, I'm not sure where I left, but um, but I was talking about the talking about the fact all of a sudden vaccines everywhere. And what's gone unreported, I really believe what has gone unreported is Tuesday. On Tuesday, a Bloomington, Indiana plant that is that can fill and ship vaccine had Johnson & Johnson vaccine ready to go, needed the FDA's approval to ship it. And it was Tuesday they sent it out. Uh, of course, Thursday we had the press conference from from President Biden. Um, coincidence, of course. And then Friday we get told by our by Governor Walls, if you're over 16, it's your turn. Um, for those of you that play, for those of you that play uh, fantasy sports on uh, ESPN and you've ever been in a draft, you know that sound right. It's your turn. Um, and I am. Get everybody's everybody's probably excited that it's their turn, but but you know it's sort of like where well where has it been? What's why is it taken till now to get this here? Okay, twenty nine percent of people with at least one shot in the state of Minnesota. Uh, Governor Walls uh, bragging that we're tops in the nation. Um, those data are kind of hard to really verify, so I'm not. I take it all with a with a grain of salt, but. Uh, uh, you know, look at it this way. You're not Germany, where they're having a miserable return, and return return on their to to uh, return to normal uh, as uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine causes them to stop and start, stop and start. Um, you know what? I think uh, I'm not going to pass judgment on the AstraZeneca vaccine's efficacy or its safety. Uh, I'm an economist. I'm not. A, I'm not a virologist. I'm not a doc, medical doctor of any kind. Um, but I do know speed matters. Okay, that that 
That much I can say with some confidence. How quickly you get that out there matters. And the thought that, that you had a place with, with that was able to get us to 20 million vials and they were still sitting on those vials as late as Tuesday of this past week is kind of weird. Now, what does this have to do with this show? Okay, this show does business and economics and, and finance uh, mostly. Um, I occasionally, yes, occasionally I talk a little bit about other things. Sometimes I talk about sports. I'm going to visit with Brian, who's sitting in the, sitting down at the mothership down in Egan, um, because he's a St. Cloud State graduate, and um, he graduated during COVID. I think that's an interesting story all by itself, and we'll visit with him. We'll visit with him maybe toward toward the uh, toward the second half of the second hour of the show. But uh, but my major my major point here is that. Some data got reported this week that were somewhat negative about the state of the economy at this particular moment. My my view is that what you saw in February was was mostly, not entirely, but mostly, um, is mostly a, a, a function of the weather. February data got slammed. Remember, for example, if you're going to look at the retail sales data and say retail sales was down, we're down. Um, a fact I did not know. 10% of all cars sold in the United States are sold in Texas. Not all of them are pickup trucks, but probably a pretty good number of them. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that you're going to have, um, I think you're going to have a really sharp rebound in March. I think it's going to be a very sharp rebound in March. So I continue to believe that this economy has is doing well. It's it's going strong. Um and and the data back me up back me up in this area. If I go look at the at, at measures of of uh, GDP, uh you know, still chugging along, they're in that five to seven percent range. Uh, Merrill Lynch is now saying that the is now saying that their uh, first quarter GDP target is now at seven percent as of uh, Friday. Uh, Goldman Sachs is at seven and a half percent. The New York Fed's now casting model and the now casts have been sort of lagging behind because those making those judgment calls, um, those making those judgment calls, were in fact uh, uh, looking ahead to the impact. Of those of those uh, checks from the American Recovery Plan or Relief Plan Act (ARPA), um, and I think I, I think a number of people are getting them. Indeed, when we held our when we held our, uh, uh, our quarterly business report review on Thursday, I had a number of people say I haven't gotten my check yet, and I had a number of other people saying it's in the checking account, it's ready to go. I just haven't found uh, um, I haven't found the um, I haven't gotten my check yet, but when it gets here, I'm going to spend it or I'm going to save it for a little bit later on. They are they are waiting on that. Look, we had a little little hiccup at the beginning. We're gonna we're gonna we've reset the table. We sound like we're good to go. So we're gonna take a break here. When we come back, I'm gonna give you the news of the week in economics, such as it is. Uh, and then in the second hour, we're gonna have uh, Steve Sook, Sook up, uh, who has a has an interesting take. I think this is very interesting 
I'm going to press him on something called ESG investing. And if you don't know what that is, you should be listening here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Over zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to the Biz 1440 on the free radio.com app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 824-3853. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done. And that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. We're here with... There are times where music like this just puts me in a very happy place. Uh, King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for being with us today. 
Um, a little rainy outside. Hopefully you've got a nice warm cup or hot, not warm. I like my coffee hot, like much, much hotter than they keep them in Europe. This is my only one. This is my only complaint in Europe is that my, my coffee needs to come out hotter. Um, their coffee is wonderful, but when it's not really hot, I tend to just rabbit it down way too fast. So my wife puts it into this very airtight mug. It is delicious. And it lasts two hours as a result. Look, there is so much in the way of what I think of being good news. The vaccines are part of it. The the reopening that is implied and happening as a result of these of the of the vaccines is happening. I don't know if you heard in the sh- at the top of the show at the top of the hour. We're just going to count whatever happened there around five after five after nine or four after nine. That wasn't the opening. Um, but at the top of the hour before before we we, we had our little detour, um, we had a. We had a news report about uh, uh, Rutgers, uh, the, a public university in New Jersey, saying that uh, they're going to ask all their students to verify that they've received vaccine uh, before they're allowed back on campus in the fall. I don't know about that. I'm and Now, I work at a university, so what I'm about to say, you may say, are you stating a position of the university? I'm not. I cannot. It's not my... It's not my role. So let me let me be very clear with this disclaimer. I do not speak on behalf of, of, of my employer. Um, however, I, I think making those decisions in March about what the, what things are going to look like in August is probably a little pre, is probably doing it a little premature. I personally, am fine as as an employee if my employer told me you know we want you to get the vaccine i would say well you can't stop me from working without it well here's here's a hundred dollars um go in uh here's a hundred dollars okay well okay you can have this if you'll go get the vaccine oh well why don't you tell me that i'd be happy to go get the vaccine you can entice me to get the vaccine. You can pay me during my work day to go get the vaccine. You can say, well, that's time at work, as far as I'm concerned. As, as we're concerned, you can go do that. Um, but public universities, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. And my, my, my thought is, my thought is I, I remember from a year ago, and I'm going to talk about this again with Brian later in the show, a year ago... At this particular moment, when we were just, I think this was the first day of the safe at home order being in effect here, where we were basically told, don't leave your house except to take a walk. Don't go to the, you know, you can go to the grocery store, but go really quickly. Um, No restaurants. You can stop and pick up food, uh, but you can't go, you can't eat inside. You had all of a sudden everyone's discovering curbside service and so forth. The changes that happened between March and September last year, if you'll actually spend time to think about it, were really, really substantial. Um, I think that same is going to be true this time. 
because how many of us knew that there was there were millions of of vials not i don't know if it's millions of vials but millions of doses of johnson and johnson vaccine with a subcontractor in indiana that needed permission from fda to get sent out to the various states you know when when governor walls comes out and says hey we think we're going to have 300,000 doses available to us in the next week you, you know and it's like when how many have you been handing out and the answer is about 50 is somewhere in the in the uh, low five in the uh, mid five figures 30,000 40,000 50,000 doses and he's saying they're basically saying we're going to have six times what we had well heck that's how quickly these things are changing and I think, you know, when we talked last week, and I've been talking a lot about the uncertainty people have, there's a lot of discussion about negative surprises. And I believe that you should be thinking about what happens if there's a positive surprise. Okay? Did you think, I mean, I certainly last Saturday doing the show here, did not think we would be putting shots in arms of anybody over age 16 before before April 1. I didn't think it would happen before May 1. And now it's 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 a it's y'all come. We've got, you know, here's the one thing that I do think about though. At some point, and I think I've said this here on the Biz 1440 before, at some point, we go from the place where the quantity of shots demanded by the population is greater than the quantity of shots available or supplied, okay? So I'm speaking in economics terms, so that there's a shortage. And because we can't use price, we can't use prices to clear the shortage, instead we have queuing happening and rationing being done by government, Okay. Regardless of what you think of, the, of, of Governor Walls in his last year, what happened yesterday was basically he ended rationing for a vaccine in this state. He basically said, on Tuesday, you can all go get whatever you want. Wherever you can go, find it. Think about all the places that now will start developing ways to give you the vaccine. If there's 300,000 doses coming into the state in the next week, it isn't going to be the pharmacies and the hospitals that are going to have it there. We've got we've got a grocery store, a local grocery store here, chain, small chain. They have some places in, in the Dakotas too, but, but they're based here in St. Cloud. Um, Brian and I probably have both shopped lots at, at, at I can name them, I think, uh, Coburn's. Um, and they're going to be giving shots. They've already started. They're going to have tons of people coming in to get them now. Okay. What, how fast will that reopening happen? And what will happen as a result of that? I think it's already happening. I want to play a cut for you. This is Michelle Meyer. We've played her before. She's the chief economist for the U.S. market for Bank of America. And she's looking at credit card data to talk about what they see happening right now in the economy. Go ahead and play that first cut, please. Yeah, so that's exactly right. We are, we are monitoring aggregated spend on Bank of America credit and debit card data, which is an incredible resource to understand 
the turning points in the consumer in real time. And what it shows is that March was a very strong month. So the first two weeks of the month um, showed an acceleration of spending quite nicely. And then the most recent data, which includes the period that stimulus checks were distributed, shows extraordinary spending, particularly for lower income consumers and their spending across the board. I mean, we saw impressive gains in furniture spending online, electronics, things that people were worried demand would have been exhausted for, still outspending. Um, clothing picked up quite nicely as well. That's probably more a function of people, you know, perhaps going back out, the reopening stories starting to play in. And then there's restaurant, there's travel. So then there's the broader spending that's also happening upon reopening. And that's the next real leg for consumer spending, right? Now it's the stimulus funds, they're being pumped in. But as we look ahead, as the economy reopens more broadly, given the conversation you were just having in terms of people going back out to restaurants and the, and the like, that's yeah. going to then accelerate the economy. So there's a story. The most interesting thing Michelle says in that clip to me is the acceleration of clothing spending. Um, there's a story I, I and I don't know that it, I don't know that it's true. It may be apocryphal. But there's a story about Alan Greenspan, who, of course, everyone recognizes as being the longtime chair of the Federal Reserve. Greenspan, before joining government, had run an economic forecasting shop in New York City. And, and even after he went to the Fed and became its chair, he had, uh, he had people he called to determine what was happening in the economy. And his story was... His story was he would call Hanes and Fruit, in the Lo- Fruit of the Loom and maybe one other manufacturer of underwear and ask, how, how are sales? How are things going for you in your, base, your basic underwear market, your, your foundations, right? And, and the answer would – he'd take the answers to tell him what's happening in the economy. He says, look, when, the, when people are getting nervous – they still have to have clothes to go to work. They still have to have additional things. But underwear, in the, in the eyes of uh, Alan Greenspan, if we could say eyes and underwear in the same clause, uh, underwear was something you could, you could actually choose. And when you were nervous about what was happening, you might still need to make sure you've got a nice pair of dress slacks and a, and a clean white shirt and so forth. But you can be wearing last year's underwear. Your underwear might have holes in it. No one's going to know. But when the clothing market takes off in a recession, it typically means people are beginning to go back outside. I mean, my, my gosh. Um, I, have, I have worn dress slacks probably less than 20 days of the last year. Because I'm in my office. I've been, I've been in my office since July, but since everything's happening through Zoom, I'm wearing dress shirts, but I love to wear jeans, and I've had jeans on for most of the time. Now, even now, I've kind of gotten a little, little slack and worn jeans to meetings, even with the provost, and I don't feel quite embarrassed about it yet. But, you know, so I would say, I would say less than four, less than, less than 20 days of the last year have I worn dress slacks. Whereas in the year prior to COVID, I probably wore them 200 days of the year um, because I was out and 
and in meetings with people in face-to-face conversation. If clothing, if clothing sales are taken off, as Michelle Meyer indicates, that's an indication that the economy is beginning to come back and people are saying, hmm, I might have to be in a face-to-face meeting. I better, I better make sure I've got, good, I've got good clothes in the closet when it comes time to do that again. We'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back to the Gaming Show. 
the Biz 1440. We're excited for some hockey this weekend. Congratulations, Bemidji State. Brian, am I correct in in my belief that that's the first NC2A men's hockey tournament game that Bemidji's won? Oh, I think so in recent memory. Yeah, I'm not even sure they had been to the tournament till this year. And they won their first game uh, beating Wisconsin. Yeah, that's huge. I know Wisconsin. That's big. They're a tough team. Yeah, I know Wisconsin had some uh, pretty good uh, players on their this year's team, especially uh, that Cole Caulfield guy. You know, he got that drafted. guy's great, and yeah. he's out in the first round. It just it just shows you what a I mean the the, the hockey tournament's always really really it, it's it's really fun. If you like the upsets of the men's basketball tournament, you to me it's like well watch the hockey tournament because they they even more happen there because. Be, because to me, hockey results feel a little more random than than basketball results. Um, you know, sometimes the puck just doesn't take the right bounce for you on a particular day. It's, it's part of what makes it really exciting and why you love to watch the game. Oh yeah, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number call if you have questions. I I hope that number is reaching you. Uh, reaching. We had to do a we we had a studio switch this morning, so that's why we had a little a little hiccup at the beginning, but. We're fully here now and, and working. Uh, Steven Sukup uh, uh, talking about the dictatorship of woke capital uh, will uh, will be with us in the second hour. And I want to ask him. I'm, I'm going to ask him to focus down on this one thing: this the ESG investing, because because I'm as as someone that has only two ties with people's pictures or particularly portraits on them. Adam Smith. Milton Friedman. Um, at the QBR review on Thursday, I was wearing my Adam Smith tie, uh, which was given to me by someone who went to the to was at Dalkeith Castle outside of Edinburgh, in Scotland. Dalkeith is uh, where uh, which was where uh, Adam Smith lived for some years as as um, a young scholar. He was already he was already in uh, a professor at Edinburgh. And uh, he was, um, and 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 was, but he was also at that moment uh, um, tutoring um, a a duke, uh, or a young duke that was a was going to be uh, head of the uh, the estate in the in the region. This would have been to the southwest of the city, uh, and so Adam Adam. So this is the time when he wrote the theory of moral sentiments, and so it's a it's a wonderful tie but anyway milton friedman one of those people who from whom um i read a lot learned a lot had the had the honor of meeting a few times i actually had the honor of having a paper criticized by milton friedman once um it's not a not the most comfortable feeling in the world but it's like if yeah uh, i loved how uh one time oh gosh what is his name uh uh, uh mike huckabee um once, once after being sharply criticized in a debate, said, "Well, if you're taking a lot of flack, you must be over the target." Um, I've I love that line, and that's how I thought of the fact that uh, that uh, I was getting some we, that my I was the co-author of the paper uh, that our paper was getting some pushback from Friedman. It's like, well, then we must be talking about something important, otherwise he wouldn't be bothered. Uh, so <laughs> it's actually pretty good. And it was a good exchange. I had a I had a lovely chat with him after that. So I mean, I can say I've actually personally met Milton Friedman, and that was one of the 
great moments of, of my life. Anyway, Milton Friedman uh, is going to connect in the next hour to uh, uh, to uh, Mr. Suckup's uh, new book on uh, woke capital um, and and an explanation of what does that term even mean? All right, what are you talking about? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in the next hour. I I'm just gonna run through some data for you very quickly here to tell you here's what okay so a few numbers going to come at you here in the next 3 minutes to basically explain why I think the economy is moving along really really well. First of all, the initial jobless claims data from Thursday down down almost 100,000, 46,000 less than expected. It's the lowest level it's been since this big spike a year ago when we started the COVID recession. Those collecting that pandemic unemployment assistance, that additional unemployment coverage for gig workers, self-employed, and so forth, is now down to 242,000 from 248. Okay, the number of continuing claims is 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 shrinking now, falling below four million. It's still large. Okay, make no mistake. I don't want anyone to think I'm saying unemployment isn't a problem. Unemployment is still a problem, but all the all the directions, all the indicators, the the time derivatives, if you'll forgive me using a calculus term, are all moving in the right direction cur- currently. The purchasing manager pers- purchasing manager indices, the PMIs for, for the United States in March, both for manufacturers and, at, on, and for services, both also moved in the right direction. Market, who, who issues those data, said the vaccine rollout, the reopening of the economy, and an additional $1.9 trillion of stimulus all helped, helped lift demand to an extent not seen for over six years, buoying growth of orders for both goods and services to multi-year highs. Producers were increasingly unable to keep pace with demand, however, due mainly to supply chain disruptions and delays. Okay, how many of you knew... How much of goods and services go through the Suez Canal in the world, in the global economy? For goods to travel between countries, 12%, almost $1 in $8 worth of value, actually pass through, pass through the, the market. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the, the, pass through the Suez Canal. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Sioux Falls guy. John's on the line one. Uh, John, good morning. How are you today, sir? Oh, very good. Thank you. Yeah, uh, what's on your mind? Well, you just mentioned the Suez Canal. I wasn't going to mention that, but I believe the Suez Canal was so important that back in around 1956, um, something around the canal caused quite a flare-up in the Middle East. I don't remember if there was a a, a, a war of some type. I don't recall, but something happened there, and uh, the Suez Canal was considered quite important. Uh, It still um, is. It was President Eisenhower actually did send military force into the Suez to protect it from uh, disruptions from Egypt at the time. Because Egypt, this was the time when Egypt was going through a crisis. The king had had to abdicate. I actually know some of the story personally because I have a I have a cousin on my father's side 
uh, he's he would have been a second cousin who worked in the worked in the in the king's in the king's uh, uh, government and had to leave leave Egypt and came to the United States rather quickly um, at that time. So yes, yes, there was a flare up there at that time. So you had a different question though. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Alan Greenspan. Um, I thought that under one of the presidents, he was the chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors. Correct. And I don't know which president appointed him to the head of the Federal Reserve, but I believe he succeeded Paul Volcker. Isn't that correct? He did succeed Paul Volcker, meaning that that Ronald Reagan was the one to appoint him, but he was the head of the Council of Economic Advisors for Gerald Ford. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Now, what I wanted to ask you, and i got to say it's quite a privilege for me to be able to call and ask a question over the radio because... I'm afraid if I was a student in your class, you might say to me, well, John, if you had read page such and such of the textbook, you would know the answer. But uh, I, 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 don't, I don't teach that way, oh, okay. uh, but I would tell you if you want I, – so I would answer your question and then tell you if you want to know more, go back to your textbook and read. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I'll let you know that I know that you didn't read the textbook, but I would try to be more gentle than that. Good. That's great to hear. <laughs> Yeah, what I want to ask you about is, my understanding was that um, Alan Greenspan was the head of the Federal Reserve when we had the financial crisis of 2008 and 2009, and this is what, I don't know if it's correct or not, but at that time, there was something kind of new that was referred to, I believe, as credit default obligations or credit something, CDOs, yeah. Yeah, uh, where yep. home mortgages had been bundled and were packaged and sold to financial institutions around the world. And then there was something that was referred to as credit default swaps, yes. which were some type of insurance that were issued by large companies like AIG. And my understanding was that when all of that started to fall apart, Greenspan was looking at it in in kind of shock and saying, why did this happen? And uh, some people, I think, feel that he's somewhat responsible for that whole situation. I'm I'm interested in your your outlook on that. And the other thing I want to ask you about is, I have heard that Alan Greenspan's Ph.D. thesis, whatever he wrote for his Ph.D., is not generally available to the public. And uh, for some reason, they don't want people to read it. I I don't know if you know about that or if you have any comment on that. so, so I'll just just on the last point, I have no idea. I don't know what the topic was with Alan Greenspan's dissertation. Mm-hmm. I know that early on in his career, he was a uh, he he was uh, a fan and went to the salons of Ayn Rand and Nathaniel Braden um, of the Objectivist School and was very much a gold. Uh, a, he was kind of a gold bug early in his career. He he clearly got off that, John. Uh, but uh, but. The dissertation story. I, I I actually don't know anything about it, and I've read two or three biographies of him, of his own books, and so I, I, I and and so I kind of feel story. If I, but I've never heard it. Let me go back to your other piece. Um, in two thousand eight, Ben Bernanke, uh, Greenspan's successor, was already at the Fed. 
Oh, Greenspan okay. did express surprise about he had thought. Now, the difference, you, you correctly named uh, credit default swaps. Basically, you, you'd buy insurance about a bond defaulting or some obligation defaulting, and someone else would say, well, if it defaults, I'll pay you the principal back. And in return, you're going to give me a little premium. And if it doesn't default, then you're going to get paid by the original credit uh, debtor, and I get to keep your premium. So there were companies like AIG that made money in that. Set that aside. The other thing you mentioned, the, 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 the full name is a collateralized debt obligation, That's CDO. Right. That is that is different, but you did say that correctly. That is, those were mortgage mortgages that were repackaged in a way that they thought they could break out the risk from them. And I would say Greenspan was surprised that CDOs, he thought they were a safe reengineering of financial markets that turned out to be not safe at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think, I, I think, I think even in some of his later books, he does express express as close as Greenspan ever gets to saying I was wrong. I think he's. I think he he would admit he he did not fully understand the riskiness of those of those pieces. Hey, John, I got to run away to a break. I want to oh. thank you for. I want to thank you for the call, uh, 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 very much. And I'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. So open up my eyes to a new. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains, but never stock market losses? Join Jeff Wizery for the Safe Money Radio Show weekdays at 4 p.m. on the Biz 1440 Twin Cities Business Radio. Call Jeff now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit at 844-503-7233. That's 844-503-7233. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. Alexa, how do I fix a circuit breaker that keeps tripping? Yeah, that sounds like something to save for the professionals. You need to call Early Bird Electric. Their expertise is troubleshooting and rewires. 
they're offering a free service call with purchased repair, get same-day service, and a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Early Bird Electric. Call. 612 The Bird. Early Bird Electric. 612 The Bird. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup, win prizes at the VIP fan club, catch up on your favorite podcasts, and more. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. High school. there's been an underlying um, sense of an improved economic outlook. And that, that has to be part of why rates would move back up from the extraordinary low levels they were at. There were and still are some very deep pockets of pain in the data. In the near term, we do expect, as many forecasters do, that there will be some upward pressure on prices. The economy is not at a place where... Um, small businesses that have been affected are able to thrive. If it turns out that we do see substantially higher inflation, you know, that would risk uh, a, a persistent inflation materially above our goal, then, then, of course, we would use our tools to bring inflation back down to 2%. And that's, that's both uh, Treasury Secretary and former Fed Chair Janet Yellen and current Fed Chair Jay Powell telling the Senate Banking Committee on Wednesday, hey, it's too soon for us to do to say the economy's coming back yet. Yet I just I just want you to look at entire at all of what's happened here. And meantime, meantime, uh, I'm I was gonna play I thought about playing some Fed things today and it's like ah, I'm just so sick of it. Uh, so that's all you're getting of Jay Powell today. And I'm not even going to play you Charlie Evans, the Chicago Fed president, telling us we should be comfortable with 2.5% inflation for a year. Okay? Uh, I, can't, I, I can't even, as the kids say. But, um, but I, would, I would note, right, uh, this is at a time where they added another $26 billion to the Fed's balance sheet. Now it's $7.7 trillion, heading to eight. Uh, when this whole thing started... The, the Fed's balance sheet was less than three. Okay? It's more than tripled uh, in the last 12 years. And to think somehow we can avoid inflation in that market, I don't think so. I don't think so. But when? Hard to say. What I know is we'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. 
Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Get that Black Shack attack, Black Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Black Shack attack, oh, Black Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Black Shack attack, Black Shack barbecue, oh. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision-makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Biz 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and radio.